30-minute reviews, beware of spoilers, and exploring hyperspace lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. goodness welcome to exploring hyperspace lanes i am adam and i'm josie and for whatever reason josie refuses to tell me what she thought of barbie so we can talk about that now what i'm refusing i texted you twice and neither time you answered i have no text messages from you about barbie hang on let's go to the tape you can't show me receipts because that's your side of it did you like barbie and then the next thing I texted you about was the Farmer's Almanac telling you you're going to get fucked up. Okay. So you did not twice, just the once. And before um, that, you said, I'm going to see Barbie. Like... And then I said, did you like it? Oh, I did like it. It was good. Yeah, I was just saying, it's like, this is going to turn into a, the movie's too woke conversation. Is it? No. Okay. Okay. The, the, well, that's the, good. The the uh the get woke go broke crowd has been very quiet this last week since that movie broke a billion dollars. Um, they very quickly pivoted from the movie's too woke to well the movie's not really woke it's really pro man you see it's actually a pro conservative movie and it's like that that pivot was so quick you could be in the fucking gymnast uh, gymnastics Olympics with that. Um, you're not interested in that are you? I thought it was really cute. I think that mothers should bring their daughters, um, or fathers should bring their daughters. I thought it was cute. Or Josie should bring someone. I brought somebody. There you go. I was really, really bummed that I couldn't go see it with my mom. So was my mom. My uh, mom was really bummed that she couldn't go see it with me. What was it? Uh, this was. I heard someone describe it as it's Black Panther for white women. Josie, I don't know. After, after eight years, Josie still has not learned that facial expressions I'm do not translate. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm allowed to think. I don't just blurt the things out. I try well, not to. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta, that's what you gotta that's do. That's when I say dumb things. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, I've made, I make that work. That's the content? You, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta. You just, you'll just cut in all of the bad, you won't ever cut out any of the bad things. If it's really bad, I'll cut it out. Like, it's not, like. Like, like, anytime you say the N-word, I cut it out. Don't worry. Like, <gasps> <laughs> I'm kidding. She Don't doesn't say, say that. <laughs> um, so, anyway. Um, so, yes. Josie's review of Barbie is good. If you were holding out to wait to see Barbie until she gave her opinion, the answer it's is good. good. Um it's good. What was it? I saw. What else am I supposed to say? I don't know. What do you think? I really liked it. I didn't like. I I I, I didn't. I, I'm I, I did like it was a cinematic magic like masterpiece. Like it was cute. I saw it. Funny uh... jokes. They really grasped the way that girls play with Barbies or people play with Barbies. See, that was the thing that I really got. I'm like they like they are nailing that aspect of it. Where yeah. it's like like even the dialogue of the Barbies is like this is how a little kid talks. Yeah, 
It was like, cute. Adult, it was like, super cute. like, can I, say, um, can I spend the night? Uh, why? Because of boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, the way he just does that all in one monosyllable, it's like, and then it's like, and, and what are we going to do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was um, cute. Yeah. And then uh, the, I love the weird Barbie. Um, because yes. that's absolutely accurate. Um, so I take it you had then, a weird Barbie too? Yeah. Um, I put rubber bands on her. Ah, uh, okay. I remember it. Um, she was the weird one. And my I remember my mom had given them to me with some markers telling me, oh, you can make accessories for her out of the rubber bands. So I made a necklace, but it just looked like I was trying to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do the, the hair. And then I had markers, so I might as well just draw on her hair and try to change her hair color. That didn't work. So and Josie had a hog-tied Barbie. Like, yeah, no, 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 it's much. an outfit. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. It was kind of cool, though, because um, I had a grandmother who would, um, for Polly Pockets and, and Barbies, she would crochet outfits for them. See, that's the one thing about this movie. That's really cute, but like, there's one thing about this movie that I'm not happy about, and it's they're doing a bunch of other toy movies now. And it's like, that wasn't the lesson to learn from this movie. It's not, people want to see movies about toys. It's no. people People want to see a movie by a director who has a vision and is going to commit to it and be, and be allowed to do whatever she wants. Yeah. Because like, Greta Gerwig knocked it out of the park with this movie. She and really did. Somehow I think that the upcoming Polly Pocket movie directed by Lena Dunham will not oh, be Oh no, is good. that a thing? Yeah, allegedly, yeah. Oh, Polly Pockets aren't as iconic. Well, it's not just that, but it's like, Lena Dunham is a less talented Greta Gerwig, like, mm. by a lot, um, and and it's just like, I think that, you know, you don't have to do that, I don't think, I, and, no. and it's gonna be like, when they did the Playmobil movie, after the Lego movie took off, where it's like... See, I would think that it's girls' um, version of the G.I. Joes. Jo no, Joe the G.I. Joe movie sucked. Well, what what I mean when I say it's the it's the girl it's it's the white woman version of Black Panther. It's it's a cultural event because this is a market that wasn't properly served, and now here's a big budget movie for that market, and now everyone's showing up to see it. Mm. So that's what I... Black Panther was. Black Panther did a, almost a billion dollars, and it was a rarity because most of the money was domestic. It did like mm -hmm. it's, it's, I think it's like the highest grossing or one of the highest grossing movies domestic of all time. They did like seven hundred million in America alone. Okay. Um, and I think that that's kind of what it is with this movie too, where it's like, I mean, look, this movie's doing great internationally, um, too. But it, I saw a terrible movie this weekend in a theater. What did you see? I saw Meg Two. The Trench. Okay, so before you shit on it. Um... <laughs> I love this movie. It, the The expectation is that it is something. It is a movie to be shit on, um, and that's what you love about it is that you love that you hate it and that you love that it's bad. So I I disagree. True, I enjoy the Meg movie, the first one, because I love that it's ridiculous. See, here's the thing about this movie, and and, and I'll put I'll put this because I, I like um this is gonna be my only thought on the Meg uh, on the Meg two. There's a point in the movie where, do you mind if I spoil it for you? Because I feel like this kind of perfectly encapsulates the ridiculousness of this movie. 
They are trapped in this lab underwater at the bottom of this trench that's 25,000 feet below sea level. For those of you who don't know how oceans work, that is 15,000 feet deeper than the actual lowest point in the ocean at 10,000 feet. That we know of. Okay, sure, that we know of. Now, that far down, you are looking at about, I did the math, about 570 times the gravity of you just standing here because of the pressure from the water. Jason Statham swims without a suit. We're not talking, we're not, we can't rip it to shreds with logic. You're in the wrong place. If you're reading the logic, you're watching the wrong movie. You haven't heard the best part yet. Because he has a deviated septum and can eject all the air out of his sinuses, which is so stupid, because it's not just that you did this. If you did it and didn't draw attention to it, I would have been more accepting of it. But the fact that you did it and then tried to make an attempt to scientifically explain it away, like, oh, okay, like, it's okay, I can do this. Because, I can, like, if he said, oh, I can do this because I'm Aquaman, I'd be like, all right, that tracks, I'm, that's fine. Like, but mm-hmm. because you're trying to explain it away with actual science that's not real... That's it's magic science. The, that's where I have the problem. Um, that's where you have the problem, right? And it's like every this, like everything about them was just so dumb. And it's like I got to the end, and I think I think I said this last week with something else that we were talking about, where it's like if it can't be a quality issue mm-hmm. as to why Batgirl got canceled, because why the fuck did this movie come out? Um. But uh, before we get into Star Wars, you did miss our top ten list. I did? Yeah. That was the thing I texted you about several times, and then I said, are you going to join us? We're going to be doing it shortly. And I said, okay, I'll send you a link if you can come on. That's fine. And then we did it, and then like an hour after we finished, you texted back, I can't make it. You want a lot from me. And, 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 and to be clear, everyone out there, we didn't even ask her to make a top ten list. Her role was to show up and make fun of us. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, Why didn't you tell me that that's what it was? I did on the last. It wouldn't have changed whether or not I was busy. I was busy. Right. Um, I'm usually pretty good about answering you if I'm not busy. Um, what the heck? When was that? Saturday. What the heck did I have going on? Um, yeah, I had like a whole bunch of appointments on Saturday. Ah, um, yeah, so Revenge of the Sith is the movie we're talking about today. Um, I've been looking forward to this, um, because this movie is probably one of my favorite Star Wars movies, if not my favorite. Um, it is not the best by any stretch of the imagination. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is absolutely stupid. But I still love it. What movie are we doing? Revenge of the Sith. You didn't say that yet. Why I, you... I did twice. Don't... Did you? I did twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when you said what movie, I went like this. I like Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yes. I twice. don't think you did it. 
Because I said before we talk about Revenge of the Sith, Josie missed that. <laughs> and then it was, so let's talk about Revenge of the Sith, and then I go into it, and you're like, what movie? <laughs> this is like in a very early episode of 30 Minute Reviews, when we were talking about Mamma Mia. Um, I love Mamma Mia. Me and Peter kept talking about Pierce Brosnan. And for whatever reason, you couldn't get that, and you're like, who's Pierce Bra? Like that? <laughs> and you did it like three times, so by the to- third time, Peter just like, oh my god, are you fucking <laughs> kidding? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yes, Revenge of the Sith. What are your opening thoughts on Revenge of the Sith? I like it. Josie I'm sorry. Is, is being very descriptive today. No, I have a lot it's of. It's good. Uh, I have super. Um, I have a lot of thoughts with a lot of depth today. We're depth. definitely not depth. Oh, like okay. a, not. We're definitely not stuck on the surface today. Um, let's see. I I don't know. It's 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 the least funny. Oh oh! I disagree. I disagree. I think it is unintentionally it's the most funny. Because it's like if you take three seconds to really think about anything that happens in this movie, you're like, time out. Like the whole thing with Palpatine talking to 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 Anakin in the in the speech in in the thing, it's like Anakin hadn't sorry, my camera keeps moving. Anakin hadn't at that point told Palpatine about the visions he's seeing about Padme. Um and he's just like uh, Palpatine's like, apropos of nothing, do you wish you could stop someone from dying? Do, are, are you thinking about someone you love dying a lot? You know, because there's a story about this guy who could stop people from dying, who is powerful <laughs> enough. Like, and, and, and it's like the whole thing, and then that whole speech is like, it's less a legend the way he portrays it, and more a, you know, a confession to a murder. Because it's like, if you, you can't be like, this is a legend. It's like, let me tell you the legend of the guy I killed in the car accident that time. It's like, no. It's, what are it's, you talking about? Because Palpatine's the one who killed Plagueis. When he tells the mm-hmm. story, the legend of Darth Plagueis the Wise, it's, he's confessing to a murder. Oh. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like. Let me tell you the legend of the guy I bludgeoned with a tire iron behind the Walmart last week. It's like, no, that's not a legend. That's It's a murder. You, you killed someone. It's like, with that context, it's kind of silly. And then, like, you know, the, the whole thing where it's like, okay, so we know exactly where the general is. How does he know where the general is and the Jedi don't? And then it's like, okay, well, the, the like, clearly something's up here and no one thinks about it too hard and is like, okay, whatever. Um, Joey, mm-hmm. I just saw your message. Let me pause. I'm back. Okay. And it, the the whole movie is just kind of ridiculous, like, in that regard. Like, and there is that whole slapsticky thing with R2-D2 fighting the battle droids on the ship. Like, mm-hmm. the the whole thing where it's like, okay, so we're going to, you know, blow up the, you, you know, we're going to destroy the thing, and then Gre- Grievous is going to escape that way, and it's like, okay, sure. And, and then the, the whole fight with Dooku is great because it's like, don't worry, we got this. And then within three seconds, Kenobi gets his ass kicked and is knocked out. And then immediately they capture Dooku and it's like, all right, just kill him. And Anakin's like, what? And and, and he says, do it. And it's like, all right, sure, wh- why not? 
like just do it yeah like it's the movie is silly it does have one of the most iconic lines from the star wars movies in it it has a lot do it like this movie I also a named to... my I named my dog after Sidious. Cool. <laughs> um. You said I don't ever say anything about myself. Um. I'm trying to be more open. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. What are your thoughts on the movie? Besides, it's not the it's not the funniest. Um. I like it. I don't know if it's my favorite. Um, I think it looks the best of, of the, the three. prequels. Yeah, it definitely, yeah. and I think it's aged mostly well too. I think it kind of has a better storyline than the other two as well. I think the thing is, this is probably like, like more if, continuity. If, it, if someone told me that, like. Lucas went into the prequels with this movie mostly planned out and then made the first two leading into it, like, on the fly. I'd kind of believe that, because this one feels like it lands the most accurately. Ooh, that was loud. Are you yeah, getting a storm? Know. No, that sounded like an engine backfiring. Oh, it sounded like thunder to me. Or an explosion or a gunshot. Yeah, that's oh. thunder. That is not thunder. It is a blue-ass sky out there. You see how blue it is? <laughs> Under the sea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's nice out today. <sighs> yeah, it's an engine backfiring. It's not a... Uh... Or it's a shooting now. That sounded like guns. No, I think that's... I think, that's I think it's too close... It's too far apart to be guns. Are you in the danger zone? What? Like, am I fucking flying a jet and top gun? Like... No. No. It, just saying that you might well, be look, in danger. Let's be, let's be real. <laughs> it, it's not like Long Island is necessarily the nicest area, despite what they will make you see think it is. It's like the majority of Long Island is not they? the Hamptons. Who's doing that? Who People thinks who live that? Here. Who falls for that? People who... See, here's the thing. No one who lives outside Long Island thinks that Long Island is nice. People Only who people live inside. on Long Island think people outside Long Island think Long Island is nice. Oh. And it's a, it's a weird, self-fellatiating, you know, Ew. circle. Like, <laughs> you're welcome for that mental image. Thanks. <laughs> um, <sighs> like, it, it is, it's weird. But either way, it's like the, this movie is, it's definitely the best of the prequels. Yeah. I'll say I some of so. the visuals on Mustafar don't age particularly well. Um... um. The opening sequence, though, that opening tracking shot, it, it still has some of the great. best choreo choreography, though. Oh yeah, like that. That and the thing is too, it's like even the prequels. Well, no, mostly this one. Um, like you know that Anakin and Obi Wan are gonna fight, and you know how it's going to end, even going into the movie the first time. Mm -hmm. But the two of them circling each other like fucking apex predators on that platform, getting ready to mm -hmm. fight. It's it's still like here we go here we go like that that whole thing is just great. Do you, you can't nod again audio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> do you have other thoughts? Um, Adney's got pretty dresses in it, so like costumes, good. See, that's the thing too. She and also has some of my favorite looks see, in this one. Um, I think we addressed my childhood crush to uh, to. Uh, Natalie Portman in the last episode. Not going to go into that again. No, we didn't. We definitely did. No, we didn't. I uh, would remember that one. Uh, well, first of all, it's not the first time that we've we've talked about that, but a hundred percent we did because it is like we had to have in the last one because that's the one where she gets the shirt ripped and she's got the the bare midriff. And I was like six years old and I was like, "This is doing something right here." Let me tell you, like. Oh. We definitely mm -hmm. talked about it at least once because I think I brought it up too with the uh, with Thor: Love and Thunder. Because I was like, "Good for mm. her. She was my type when I was growing up. She's still my type now." Oh, and she's getting divorced, so she's out there. I like her better buff. Oh, like in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. All right, I can see that. Um, I like consistency in my life, and and that is. Something that's been consistent my entire life. Um, but anyway. That she's buff? No, that she's been my type. <laughs> what um, is your type? And how know. rude. What? Um, anyway. <laughs> um, no, but she has a great line in the movie that 100% breaks the fourth wall. Because it's in a one-shot where she's looking directly down the barrel of the camera. And goes... Because it's, it's in the scene where she's talking to Anakin in their apartment. And mm -hmm. she's she she's looking directly at Anakin, but the camera's between Anakin and her. And she goes, because Anakin said something like, you know, I'm only doing what's in the best interest of the Republic. And she, keep in mind, this movie came out in 2006, which, is, which was in the middle of the Iraq war. And she looks right down the barrel of the camera and goes, but what if what the Republic is asking you to do is evil? Because okay. that's the thing, is that this movie is very clearly... I would say it's one of the most political Star Wars movies, but because we were when we were kids when we watched it, you don't pick up on it at the time. Watching it now, this is a very anti-Iraq, very anti-Cheney, very anti-Bush movie. Is it really? A hundred percent. You, I, I'm not one to like think about politics or anything like that. So, um, I have to take your word for it. Like a hundred percent. This is a, like the, the whole prequel trilogy is more, well, I mean, look, the, the original trilogy is an, is a Vietnam allegory. Okay. It, it's an anti-war story about Vietnam. The prequels are about the military industrial complex, about the idea of, a an empire getting complacent and then falling apart as a result of that and then it's about this where it's like the the rise of fascism in common places and and, it's, and again it's more expanded on in the show you don't like andor where it's about the the rise and maintenance of fascism and then what gives rise to rebellion what do you have to do to force people into rebellion and it's you have to like one of the things in andor that they talk about is like people won't rebel if their status quo is fine People need to have their situation pushed and things need to get worse for them, for them to rise up. Which is why the rebellion in Andor mm -hmm. is doing so much that's going to make things worse for people. Because the Empire is going to respond over the top. Okay. Um, and this is probably also why 
we have this difference in opinion on Andor is because you don't like the political aspect of it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, too, this is very much about that, about blind patriotism, about blindly following whatever people in charge say, about blindly doing whatever, you know, people ask. And the fact that there is a huge subset of the Star Wars fan community, and we'll get into this when we get into the sequels, who don't understand that they are explicitly the antagonists of the prequels is part of a wider issue we have in America with people not understanding how to read media or how to view media and understand and have critical thinking toward what they're watching and reading. Hmm. Um, but it's also really funny and it's got some cool effects and some cool action. I feel like I'm losing. Yeah. Me. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I do, I do really like this movie and it is something that as it goes on, it gets, it, it somewhat gets better with age because I think that the messaging in the movie ages well in a way that the, the undertones of the original trilogy are hyper specific. Hmm. Um, any additional thoughts? Because I feel like I've, I've lost you a little bit. No, I am processing everything that you've said. Okay. I'm thinking about it. I'm taking your thoughts into consideration. And then you can tell me they're stupid. No. <laughs> um, Only you say mean things to you out of my mouth. <laughs> like, I don't usually. <laughs> There's the episode title. <laughs> Hang on, let me write that down before I forget. <laughs> you say mean things to you out of my mouth there we go all right there's this week's episode title um but yeah i think that i i, I definitely think this is the best of the prequels i would say dep i would say it's better than return of the jedi okay because return of the jedi doesn't feel even in the theatrical doesn't feel like an, a concrete ending like, it feels like there's still more to come. Um, you don't really get I know that. you're really good at remembering which ones are which, but I really need to have, like, a picture to go with things. Return of the Jedi is the one with the teddy bears. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just have to Google it. Like, that's why I'm a little slower on it. It's because I need the visuals. I think, def I think this is, of the three ending movies... Um, that end off the, the trilogies, this, Return of the Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. This is the best end of trilogy movie. Hmm. Um, I, I think so. I think that's accurate. Is, this goes pretty high up on the ranking, man. I mean, it's pretty climactic. Yes, and I think, too, it's like, I remember at the time people being like, but it just ends where everyone expected to. And, I'm, and I remember being, like, in sixth grade when this movie came out and being like, yeah, it's a prequel. Like... What, did you think they were going to kill Anakin at the end? No, he's got to go on to be Vader. Like, what did you think was going to mm -hmm. happen? My, my only problem with this movie is how it kind of forces the characters into where they have to be in the original trilogy. Because, like... You think so? I do. You think because, that's a force? I mean, because, like, that's the, that's the story from, like, the beginning. Well, here's the thing. There is no reason narratively given for why Yoda just gives up and leaves in his fight with the Emperor. 
He gets knocked off the platform, falls down, and is fine. Like, they don't show him injured. Like, it's not like he's injured and has to abandon the fight. He just kind of is like, well, done all I can do. See ya. Like, he doesn't really do anything. Like, and the same thing goes for, like, like the way they wrap up the fight with Obi-Wan and Anakin. It mm-hmm. feels like Obi-Wan leaves him for dead, which just feels stupid. Okay. Like, the thing is, it's like, yeah, he's still, like, he leaves, he's still alive. I, I, I get that they're on this, this planet where, but the thing is, there are people mining around them. And there are droids mining around them. Like, mm-hmm. why would you take the chance and leave him still alive? It's not like you don't mm. have a weapon. Why wouldn't you just, like, like, fucking kick his, like, kick his ass into the lava? Like, or just cut his head off and be done with it. Like, why not, like, the movie doesn't give a reason why he's like, I'm gonna, like, let you live. Like, and the thing is, too, it's like, even if you want to say, like, oh, he didn't want to kill him, it's like... Yeah, leaving him there to slowly die is so much worse than just putting him out of his misery. Like, it's, well, he it's, can't kill him. He's his brother. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like if it were up to me, it's like if 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 it was me and my brother, it's like I feel like it's it's worse to leave him for dead and and slowly dying cuz it's like either way the end result that Obi-Wan is leaving him with is he's going to die. It's just the difference is he's going to cut his head off and be done with it and let and and, and it's mm. just over. Do you let him suffer or, yeah. or leave him there to suffer cuz it's like at the end of the day that's the goal is for him to die. It's not like he's leaving mm-hmm. him there and he's like and then someone will come and save you and it'll be a good person and they will fix your heart. But if that was the case who could take him with him? Like all right, they, all right. Like, if the goal was subdue Anakin, and then, like, let's try to deprogram him from his QAnon nonsense that he's, he's, he's deep down the rabbit hole on, like, mm-hmm. if that's the case, take him and bring him with you. Like, don't just leave him there, which would be a great what-if, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what if Anakin either killed, uh, Anakin was either killed by Obi-Wan on Mustafar, or Anakin was, um... But he has to be saved. left alive. Right. So, the only explanation is that he doesn't think that he's leaving him for dead, but he has to go save, uh, try to save Padme and the babies. Right, but still, there, there's so, still like, enough he, time So, there. that way he could, because doesn't he also, like, call for help, maybe? No, he doesn't, because the one who shows up is, fuck, it's Palpatine. Palpatine's the one who inevitably shows up, and Palpatine only shows up because after the fight with Yoda, he's like, oh, shit's going down with Anakin, let me get over to Mustafar and see what that is. Like, he senses it in the Force. If not for that, like... Maybe there's no time. Right, but there's Maybe no... there's no time, like, maybe the Force tells him, there's no time, you have to go save Padme. Right, but articulated in the movie, then. How? Like... You, you just have him, like, you have him do that and then sense An- uh, Padme dying? Doesn't he? No. Isn't there, like, a cutaway? No. Hmm. Well, he's gotta stay alive. See, that's the thing, but there are ways to do that where it's like, okay, it, like, the way it's framed here is designed for emotional impact, but logically it doesn't make sense. Because it's like, you could do it where it's like, he is, you know, 
And the same thing even goes for when they do it in Kenobi again, where it's like, Kenobi, I would say, is more egregious because at this point, he, like, you can make the case that Obi-Wan senses that the good is still in Anakin mm-hmm. on Mustafar. But when he's in that rock thing where they had the final fight in Avatar The Last Airbender in, um, in Kenobi, it's like, really, though, why don't you kill him here instead of leaving him for dead? Besides the fact that he's got to be in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Why not just put a lightsaber through his head and be done with it? Yeah. Like, there's no reason why. And it's not like there's a, a, a knowledge that there's another person who's going to rise up and rival Anakin. Like, what, he thinks Reva's going to do it? Like, it, it makes even less sense there. But here, you could do it where it's like, if if you have it where he slices Anakin, Anakin falls, he, he rolls down to the lava river, Kathy's on fire, Obi-Wan sees a vision of Padme, you know, Padme dying or, like, flatlining, and he's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, I have to go. Like, that would alleviate a lot of this. But just having him there and then having him sit there and, and talk to Anakin and have a conversation with Anakin who is writhing in pain, then on fire, and then him being like, eh, you know what, he's probably dead anyway. Let, let me. And he doesn't move with any urgency after that. He just kind of, like, strolls away, like, well, my job here is done. But either way, it doesn't alleviate the fact that there's no reason why um, uh, Yoda just leaves. Yeah, that's true. Yoda leaving is the most egregious because it's like, there, there's, there's no, like, okay, he doesn't have his lightsaber, but what? Like, Yoda couldn't fuck up the Emperor without his lightsaber? Like... Hmm. That said, I'm gonna put this at number three. I think it's better, okay. Return of the, better than Return of the Jedi. I can get behind that. Um... But, uh, but yeah, we will wrap up there for tonight only because Zoom is giving me this thing where we got five minutes left. Um, because I oh, did yeah, not look upgrade, at that. Yeah, I did not upgrade the Pro. So do you have a question you want to wrap up in the last five minutes on? Mm. Shoot, I can't remember what my question was last week. You should have written it down. I should have. Gosh. I can't wait till summer's over. I'm a what? It is so hot. I, it's hot, uh, kind of. I yeah, but you I'm, also I'm live in happy. like Siberia. Um. No. I, we okay. we have we have barely had any freaking sunshine. It has been nearly a hundred degrees almost every day. No, here it has been nothing for the last two to three months, but freaking rain. We had two nice oh, weeks. That sounds and that's fantastic. It. Oh my god, you know how productive I'd be if it was nothing but rain. Oh my god, my house is like smelly from moldy, like it's not drying out and like yuck. Like I, yeah. I I don't know if it's just me, but I I get more writing done when it's raining. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, it doesn't apply to you. You don't write, but I don't um, write. Like I get more writing done when it's raining hmm. than when it's sunny out. I don't know why. That is weird. Yeah, but uh Yeah, I got so... nothing. Our uh, our next episode will be after Revenge of the Sith. It is hang on, where the fuck are we? Revenge of the Sith, uh, Mandalorian season three next week. The week after Heir to the Empire. The week after that, Star Wars Squadrons, and the week after that, the Clone Wars movie because that was the movie that came out between the prequels and the sequels. 
Sweet. And we may have a new contender for the so worst movie. So that's next week is Clone Clone. No, next Clone week Wars? is uh, Mandalorian season three, the most recent season of the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll talk about that next week. I, I do have thoughts on that as well. Um, okay. If you want to hear me and Peter talk about our top ten list, you can hop on over to Thirty Minute Reviews. I fixed the Thirty Minute Reviews website. Uh, where it'll redirect to the podcast page on Spotify, not the Spotify landing page. Um, I imagine there's a small portion where they talk shit about how I didn't show up. Yes. So that might yes, be that interesting. Yes, that does happen. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, I just I think... assume you're always talking shit about me. No, we don't. We don't. If you're not that, like, if we we're, when we do the Dune episode, it's not like we'd be like fucking Josie. She couldn't show up. Like, because we know you're not going to show up to do Dune Part Two. Like. When we, we may we may do something where it's like you have shitty taste, which by the way we do eventually talk about Dune on Star Wars because you can't not because yeah. Dune is so heavily entwined in the DNA of Star Wars, mm-hmm. like because because like that's what tat- Tatooine is Arrakis, like the crate dragon skeleton that we see in Episode Four is meant to be a sandworm, mm. like that's what like it, it like it is, like say what we will about George Lucas, he's very good about pulling from shit he likes. Yeah. Um, and, and Dune is one of those things. And you should like read Dune. Dune. Oh, you like I, it? Yeah, I've never read it. I watched the movie, um, and I I have considered reading it. I just you should you should read it. It's very like the the books go in some fantastic places. Um, and I really mm-hmm. hope we get to the uncircumcised dick that is God Emperor of Dune. Um. I'll send what? you the cover art that I'm talking about. The cover art for one of the variant covers of God Emperor of Dune makes the main character look like a giant uncircumcised cock. Why? Because he he becomes a sand... It, it's a very long story, and I very highly recommend you read it, because it makes sense in context, but out of context, it's like Paul's son becomes the emperor and also becomes immortal and a sandworm. So he's half Ooh. human, half sandworm. So what is it? it's a sandworm with a human head here, but it looks like it's a foreskin going like this over his head. It's very funny. That's really gross. Was it purposeful? I mean, look, no one accidentally draws a cock. I mean, You're that's not accurate. Do you accidentally draw dicks a lot? Sometimes. Not a lot. <laughs> And we'll wrap up there for today. So until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. Bye.